Motivation is not going to strike, so stop waiting for it and let's get started. Sometimes just a few minutes of effort leads to the momentum you need to get the job done. This Saturday episode is meant to be your jumpstart to get the ball rolling. You can stop at five minutes or you can keep on going. But either way, grab your donation bag and amaze yourself at what you're going to get done in five minutes. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, Everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hello everyone and welcome back to Pruning to Prosper and a Saturday morning five-minute declutter with me. If you are new here, welcome and thanks for joining. We just declutter five minutes at a time and it might not seem like a lot, but you can do so much in just five minutes. And this is meant to just get the ball rolling. If you want to continue on a task for the next hour or so, cool, go ahead. I just want you to always remember to not take out more than you can put back in the time that you've allocated because I don't want you buried under a pile of clothing and then get called away to kid life, family life, dinner, and then the pile just stays in your bedroom for the next three years. So five minutes at a time really gets the job done little by little without creating a bigger mess. So if you're new here, Every Saturday morning, I ask you to set your intention because what I like to do, and I'm always working on this stuff myself, is to, when I do, when I have something that I don't really feel like doing, I offer it up as a prayer. And so whatever, I'm going to change it up a little bit today. Whatever you woke up worried about, you know how sometimes you go to bed and you finally fall asleep, but then as soon as your eyes open, the worries come rushing back. Okay, I want you to offer up that worry today. I want you to do this next five minutes of decluttering for whatever you woke up with that's giving you a pit in your stomach. Okay, can you do that for me? Because the more you can commune with God throughout the day and keep offering up things, the closer you're going to be with him and the the less you are going to have worries and anxieties because you are going to feel so much trust in him the stronger that relationship you have with him gets. The next thing I want you to do is to set your carrot. So what I mean by this is when I'm doing a task that I don't really feel like doing, let's say it's cleaning a bathroom, I can sometimes build up that in my mind for weeks. Like it took, sometimes I really can waste a month thinking about cleaning a bathroom that in actuality takes me 15 minutes to do. So this is where I came up with like, I need a carrot. I need something to enjoy while I'm cleaning this bathroom. So sometimes it's an audible book. Sometimes it's a good juicy podcast. Sometimes it's a good candle. If I'm, if I'm doing the bills, sometimes it's a glass of wine. Sometimes it's a piece of chocolate that I have hidden somewhere in my house that I'm not going to say in case my kids are listening, but I've got my mommy stash of chocolate. 
And the last thing I want you to do is set your reward. Maybe it's that chocolate. But um, usually for me on Saturday mornings, it's the coffee. I'll set the coffee and then I'll do the five minutes and then I'll drink the coffee when it's over. So whatever it is, go ahead and set those three things, your intention, your carrot, and your reward. And then we are going to just set the clock for five minutes. We're still in your wardrobe and we are going to be working today on workout gear. So five minutes on my clock and we are starting. Okay, so head on over to your wardrobe or wherever you keep your workout gear. And I want you to go through everything. If, you know, let's start with your head. I know I was a run, I haven't run in almost a year. In fact, I think this week is a year since I went running. But um, start with your head. Like I have hats that I have specifically for running. I have face masks for winter running. I have, you know, the the glow-in-the-dark vest thing. So all this, okay, guys? It might not all be in your bedroom. It might be, like, for me, some of this is down in my closet by the front door. But this stuff tends to get smelly, okay? So I'm also going to toss in here headlamps. If you're, if you're a runner like me and you've had early morning runs or night runs, you own a headlamp. How's that headlamp? I know that when, with my running friends, we have gone through a lot of headlamps and we've had a lot of headlamp conversations until someone finds a good one and then we're all like, oh, I need it, I need it. So even with this conversation today, go through the headlamps, go through the hats, go through, you know, do you have sunglasses that you wear that are kind of annoying or they slip off your nose when you get sweaty? Um, all those things. There's gloves. I know... I wear gloves in the winter to run and I wash them as often as I can because my nose runs and I'm not going to blow it with a tissue. <laughs> so those gloves get old and yucky. So go through those kinds of things and see if it's time to get rid of them. Now, I'm going to move into like probably some more common things. Sports bras. How are your sports bras? I know personally, mine are getting a little tight. I think it's time for me to move up in size and it's kind of like this um, cycle that I'm in of I don't want to move up in size, so I don't buy anything new, but I don't have anything that fits me, so I'm not working out. And it's like this silly cycle. So I really, like, if you have anything that's too tight, um, I would say either donate it or get it out of your closet or out of the drawer because my rule is, Every single thing in your wardrobe needs to fit, flatter, and make you feel fabulous. And if things are too small and you don't want to get rid of them, they cannot live in the same place because I don't want you to open the drawers and be smacked in the face every time with, oh my gosh, I didn't work out. Now I don't fit in these clothes anymore. And oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. And all those negative things that we, we say to ourselves, you don't need that. So put those things in a bin, under your bed, or somewhere else until you fit into them. But um, you'll probably want some new things if you lose weight and, you know, you just want cuter things and the styles change and whatever. So go through your, your sports bras and make sure that they all fit you um, comfortably. Then I want you to go through your tops and your tanks, your sweatshirts, you know. The woman that you are called to be how is she looking? You know, whether you go to a gym, whether you walk around your neighborhood, whether you work out in your basement, how, how do you want her to present to the world? You know, like, is she wearing a stained sweatshirt? Is she wearing hand-me-downs from her husband that are too big? Is she wearing the free t-shirt? Because 
that's what she feels she's worthy of wearing. No, no, you're not. You're worth so much more than that. So get rid of that stuff and little by little, buy yourself newer, more upgraded things that fit and flatter you and use that as your, your reward. You know, like I, when I'm getting back into working out, I'll say to myself, okay, if you work out five days in a row, you can go get a new sports bra. If I work out a month straight or whatever the program is, I might treat myself to something bigger, like a new pair of running shoes or something like that. Cause they're a little bit costlier. I told a client of mine, I said, she was having trouble getting to the gym. I said, treat yourself to a Starbucks afterwards. That's what a lot of my running girls do. The group of girls that I run with, they always go out for Starbucks after we go running. And that's their little treat. You know, it's like before the reality of kids going off to school and people going off to work, they go to get a Starbucks. So they love it. So we're getting down to 30 seconds. I'm going to try to wrap this up. Hit those spandex shorts, um, the leggings, anything that you don't love, go ahead and donate them. Bless another woman that thinks she wants to start working out with that gear. And um, especially look at your sneakers. Make sure they're in good shape. You don't want to get injured. You know, don't be penny wise, pound foolish with sneakers that aren't good anymore. Um, and remember, you know, oh, we're all, it's two seconds to go. I'm going to finish up my story in one second though. Okay. All right, time is up. Wrap up the bag, but I'm just going to tell you a story real quick. Um, I'm sorry, it's not something. Did you ever hear the this the theory that a clean car runs better? So that's kind of like our workout gear. You know, like you might have let's let's pretend go back to that car you had in college. Maybe maybe that car had a name like Buddy or I don't know. Let's call it Buddy. But Buddy's like kind of like cruising into the gas station on the fumes and you know there's a lot going wrong with buddy but one day you get inspired and you're like i'm gonna vacuum buddy and then i'm gonna take him through the car wash and then all of a sudden don't you feel like the car runs better because it's nice and clean and that's kind of like your body and you're working out like you're just gonna feel like you run better when you look better with your workout gear so go ahead tie up that donation bag, get it out of your house, and have yourself a wonderful day. I will see you on Wednesday. Take care, ladies. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to announce that this fall, I'll be conducting another round of my signature coaching course, Pruning to Prosper. It's an eight-week group coaching course where we dive deep into the woman God is calling you to be. We spend the first week talking about who you're called to be and the next seven weeks really doing the work of decluttering, budgeting, meal planning, implementing routines, finding your tribe, working on mindset, talking about abundance, and sharing your gifts. If this sounds like something you would love to be part of, please click on the link in the show notes to be added to my waitlist, and you'll be the first to know when the doors open. Have a great day.